guys, we are here with the Hollywood Life podcast. And I am at home, as is and now Ali, you're back in New York City. New York City. I'm just like a world traveler back and forth from New Jersey to New York City. <laughs> That's about as far as we can travel these days. And you look like you're healthy again. I am. I'm healthy. I'm I'm like pretty much fully healed, except my allergies are killing me, but you know, because <laughs> we have like 70 degree weather right now in the middle of November. But it's okay. We'll we'll we can deal with that. Well, we have got a wonderful guest today who has who is truly a champion and has got lots of news um, to tell us about. And so let's get started. Welcome to Asia Branch, the new Miss USA 2020. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thank you guys for having me. Well, thank you for joining us and congratulations. You were just crowned Miss USA uh two days ago and uh you, um you look very beautiful and comfortable with that new crown so now how does it feel to be miss usa it doesn't feel real it still hasn't hit me i was just looking at myself on the camera and i was reading the sash and it's just you were calling me miss usa 2020 and it still hasn't completely registered with me but it, it's honestly an incredible experience thus far it's only been two days and i'm loving every second of it but it's it truly is unbelievable but i'm so thankful and you um have reached a lot of milestones even from your state competition so you were miss Missouri. mississippi 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 and you were the first black winner from Mississippi, correct? Yes. I mean, that's just very profound to me. I mean, I think it's a long time coming. It should have happened a very long time ago, but to be the first, I mean, how does just that feel for you? Um, like you said, it's been a long time coming, but I, I knew going into that competition that there had never been an African-American winner. And so winning a Miss Mississippi USA was, was, it was, it was awesome to be able to make that moment in history, but at the same time, it was 2019, and it's interesting to see that we we're still having first, but it gave me an opportunity to serve as that example for, for young minorities who may want to accomplish something, but haven't seen anyone that looks like them come before them, and so you don't have to look like the person that comes before you in order to accomplish a goal. You just have to know that you're, you have the capabilities necessary, and then Winning Miss USA as the first person from Mississippi is, is historic again. And so it's just, it's been an incredible year. And I'm so grateful for these, these um, for breaking these barriers and having these opportunities to serve as this example. Well, I think it is wonderful. Um, both those things, you're the first from Mississippi and the first African-American Pat, um, Miss USA from Mississippi, and you will be a tremendous role model. Just the fact that you accomplished that to all the women, the young women of color in the state. And, you know, listen, the state has a history. It's an old Confederate state. So it truly is a barrier breaking move. Um, you know, how was it going through the Miss USA competition, which had to be delayed like six months because of coronavirus? And it was held in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, how did it all come? Like, what, how did it come together? Because you had to have a lot of precautions in order to have the pageant. What were some of the restrictions or things that were different to keep you all safe? 
Yeah, COVID has definitely made everything different, but you know, it's just things we have to adjust to, but we were COVID tested before we left our home states. And um, once we arrived, we were immediately tested and quarantined separately until our results came back. And then we were able to get in our small working group. So we were divided into smaller groups amongst each other, wearing masks at all times, except when we're eating or in very particular times on stage. So backstage, we always have our masks on and we're six feet apart and we would take them off to speak or, or to um, present ourselves on stage. And um, we stayed socially distant and just really, we got COVID tested regularly, I believe every 72 hours. Um, and so they, they took a lot of precautions to make sure that we were healthy and safe throughout the whole competition. Well, and thank goodness. And, you know, I've, well, you guys were doing that. Um, the CDC has come out with a, a new recommendation saying that all the studies are showing that wearing masks really makes a difference. So, and I believe it because we didn't have anyone test positive throughout the, the duration of the, the week. All of the contestants were able to power through the entire week with negative results. And so, I, I, I truly believe that wearing masks and and keeping our distance was beneficial. How did you prepare for the competition? I, it must have been, honestly, you know, I think kind of like Olympians a little bit, how the Olympics got pushed a year. You know, you probably had that that date set for Miss USA that was going to happen end of May, early June, and then it got a little derailed. So what did you do these past six months to continue to prep, or did you give yourself a little grace and then get back into it? Well, after I was crowned last October uh, for the state of Mississippi, I kept my prep going. I didn't want to lose my mojo. I wanted to stay fit. And and as we kind of trucked along and COVID happened and May and June passed and I was still prepping, I was like, I, I need a break. I need to take a breather and just really kind of collect myself. And um, I think I took my break a month maybe a month right before they announced the competition. So I, I was still, I was still in good condition and my, my uh, mind was still sharp and my body was still fit, but um, it, it did kind of, it drug out for a while, but you know, that's just to be expected with a global pandemic. You, you don't know what to expect. Um, but yeah, so then I just kind of hit it hard after the official announcement and made sure that I had all my, I's dotted and my T's crossed and just every little thing ready to go. Now, what is going to be your mission this year? And how do you see um, you and the Miss USA organization being able to implement it with the restrictions of COVID? This year, I, I really want to focus on positivity. I know that it's very broad and, and we can make a lot of differences through positivity. And I, I think it's important that people stay positive and have positive influences during these trying times. I know it's been an extremely long pandemic, it seems, but, and, and we don't know where the end will come, but that's the importance of staying positive and, and finding things to occupy your mind, finding positive outlets and making sure that, you know, you still use your voice and make, you can make a difference. I think that's the biggest thing is we've transitioned to being digital and virtual with, with everything. And so we're still able to make a lot happen. And so I will continue using my voice to leave a positive impact. And, and I want to continue working with criminal justice and prison reform, which is a bit more difficult virtually because 
you can't really virtually go into a prison and speak to inmates, but I have been able to speak with youth virtually through different organizations and, and just sharing my story and hearing theirs and giving any advice that I have. Um, because having lived similar lifestyle or similar circumstances as at-risk children, it just helps to have someone who's been in your shoes help guide you towards your successes. Absolutely. And I think that your story is so incredible and, and something that we haven't really heard on a national, international stage before. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your childhood um, and your, your dad? Absolutely. I'll give you the short version because I could go on all day. <laughs> but, you know, growing up, I had two happily married parents. My life was everything I could have ever dreamt it to be. I had not a want or a need. And all of that was instantly taken away with my father's incarceration. He was our main source of income and the foundation to our family. And so losing him was extremely detrimental to our family. We lost his income. Therefore, we lost our home to foreclosure. But luckily at this time, not all eight siblings were at home. I have older siblings, so several of them have moved on. With their For those life. who are listening, catch that. Um, our Miss USA is one, Asia is one of eight children in the family, <laughs> the <big> family. <laughs> yes, but there were only four of us left at home at this time, so it wasn't quite as chaotic, but um, uh, it, it was difficult. My brother was getting ready to go to college. I was in middle school. Actually, let me back up. No, my brother was in high school, not college. Um, and I was in I was in middle school and had two younger younger sisters who were at the time two and five, I believe. Wow. And so, you know, they needed that that strong father foundation. Luckily, I, I was 10 years old, so I had a lot of, of qualities instilled in me by him and, and I had a lot of time with him but that's not the case for them. And so that was tough having to grow up so young to help my mom care for them. And she went back to school in order to become a full-time teacher to be able to provide for us. Um, we lost a lot, but we also gained and learned a lot at the same time. As, as hard and um, as hard as we struggled, um, I think I learned a lot. I had to grow up at an extremely young age. I learned responsibilities that most 10 and 11 year olds wouldn't have had to. Um, caring for my sisters, doing their homework, cooking dinner. And so a lot of the qualities that I have today, I have because of the hardships that I faced. And so bringing in the, the positivity, you know, we learn from hardships and they strengthen us and shape us into the people that we were intended to be. And so although it was hard and, and I dealt with a lot of um, bullying through all of this because you know you're blamed for a circumstance that's completely out of your control well, what, why was your father incarcerated why yes um your dad why was he incarcerated um it it was conspiracy to armed robbery oh dear okay and how long was he sentenced for or how long did he end up serving he served 10 years so this, I mean, this was a long time. And I, I just because you're talking about being bullied for the situation, which of course you're not responsible for your child. Right. That's very difficult. It is. And so um, I just kind of swept it under the rug as if nothing in my life had changed, even though everything had drastically changed. But I found myself really 
diving into my academics and getting involved in school. And I recently learned that I'm an Enneagram seven. And so I read the- <laughs> I recently learned too. <laughs> What's that? What are you guys talking about? <laughs> um, it's this personality test that you can take that has like all these different things. So I'm a two, so I'm a giver and the helper. What's a seven? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I don't remember the term. I just, I have people explaining it all to me. <laughs> We, so, so as a seven, you know, they have your, you can look up the charts and everything and they tell your, basically your childhood life story, why you are the way that you are. It breaks it down for you. And mine was spot on. It was kind of scary. (laughs) It was talking about how you really, you push yourself to um, do all these different things to fill a void. And so I was just like, yeah, I was in the math and science club. I was in the drama club. I was co-captain of the dance team. I ran track. Wow. I, I was in everything I could possibly get in. And so that was just me keeping myself busy and occupying my mind to keep me from thinking about all of the pain and hurt that I felt. And so I just, that was so eye-opening to me. It was <laughs> so wild. Do you feel like your mom instilled these values in you when this happened you know instead of kind of like that sink or swim when something bad happens or like fight or flight she instead of like sinking was like all right this is how it's going to be like is she just a strong woman that kind of influenced you or did you come up with this all on your own it it was pretty much in me from my father you know he always told me branches bend they don't break and um, they're strong. And so I was, I was always told, taught to show strength and power and to never let people see you cry. And so that's exactly what I did. I said, I've got to step up. I've got to be this strong, powerful person and power through all of this. And so I, I think in the long run, it did, it, it made me who I am and it strengthened me. It taught me how to get through tough circumstances, but I did have a lot of emotional distress that I suffered from beneath the surface. And, and so not to say that being strong isn't good. We, we can all embrace that, but at the same time, you have to take a minute to reflect and really dig into your emotions. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. I think that as you say, it was, it was, great and you learned from powering through and for from throwing yourself into all these activities and helping your mother but on the other hand the emotional I mean look what you went through you lost your dad um I'm sure that you felt betrayed in a certain way and alone and afraid because that's scary and then you're getting bullied like you dealt with a lot of very distressing um, emotions. And I think that if you share those, and do you share these when your conversations with other at-risk youth or children whose parents are also incarcerated? 
Yeah, absolutely. I share how, which, which I didn't really get in touch with my emotions until I went to college because that was the same time that my parents were, were getting a divorce. And so I think that was the breaking point for me. Um, and I suffered from severe anxiety and depression. I went to therapy, got it all under control, but I just tell people it's okay to have these feelings and it's okay to seek help. And I think that that comes from the, the stigma that lies behind mm -hmm. mental illnesses. And um, I mean, there's a lot of things that need to be destigmatized, but I think when we make people feel okay to come forward and, and seek the help that they need, then they can be more comfortable in, in who they are and, and the things that they need to express. Now, what was your dad's reaction um, when you won Miss USA? I've never seen him so proud and so happy. Um, it was amazing. I, I literally can't describe it, but I, I will say he did shed a tear or two. <laughs> I'm sure he's so proud of you and, and, and what you've been able to do with, you know, the, the, repercussions of his situation you know how you've been able to grow from it and and do good with it how are you how are you able to have keep maintain a good relationship with your dad while he was in prison and you know it sounds like you're very close still Yes, we are still close. Our relationship never changed um, throughout the duration of, of his incarceration, which is very fortunate because I know a lot of people don't have that connection. Um, but I remember so vividly after his arrest, I was so heartbroken because, I mean, we came home from school. I just made the cheer team, and so it was my first cheer practice, and, or one of the first cheer practices, and um, we pulled into the driveway and we could see all these government vehicles surrounding our home and rummaging through our things. And so my mom took us away and brought us back later. And I just remember seeing our house in, in a complete mess and, and just breaking down and crying, knowing that my, my dad and my hero wasn't there anymore. I pulled out my notebook and I wrote the longest letter ever. I was like, I don't really know where I'm supposed to send it, but I'm going to write it. My mom can take care of the rest. Um, and I just, I wrote the Lord's prayer on there and I wrote all of my favorite Bible verses. And I was like, we can get through this. Everything happens for a reason. And even though we may not know that the big picture right now, it, everything will work out as it should. And I don't know how I had this mentality at 10 years old, but... <laughs> I was just like, that's all that I knew to do. I was like, I, I don't know what to do, but pray and, and, and look at these scriptures to help guide me. Um, I did lose sight of that at one point though, when, when things were just getting worse and worse. Um, I questioned God rather than seeking him. I came back around, but um, it, it's just, a, it's a, it's a journey. And I just, I wrote that letter to him and every letter that he sent me after that, I have kept every phone call I have cherished. And so I have a little box with all my letters from the past 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's out and you're, you get to see him all the time. Yes. Um, now Miss USA, you are living in my opinion, the greatest city in the world, New York City. <laughs> Um, had you been to New York before? Are you all moved in? What do you, what do you think? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm here in the official apartment in New York. Um, I actually came to New York about, hmm, how long ago was that? And in 2010, 
my brother graduated from West Point Military Academy. And so I came up for his graduation and um, I got to go to the American Girl store and go shopping and all kinds of fun stuff. So I got to really enjoy New York as a young child. Um, but I haven't been back to explore since. So I'm excited to be here. And, and I know things are, are kind of shut down due to COVID, but um, I, I think it'll take me to a minute to adjust to the fast paced life anyhow, just coming from Mississippi. So I think this was a good time for me to come and sort of start transitioning. <laughs> <laughs> right. You can, as the city ramps up again, you can ramp up because it is, the city has, um, you know, has come back tremendously since the, because uh, we were one of the first hit by COVID. So it has come back a lot, but of course it's not to what it normally is. So yes, it's, you'll be ramping up while the city's ramping up. Now, are you sharing the apartment with Miss Universe now? Yes, we are roommates. I can't believe I can say that. I'm, I'm roommates with Miss Universe. Um, I still, it just doesn't seem real. You probably see my luggage back there that is completely unpacked because part of me has this feeling that I'm just on a little trip and I got to go home soon. Um, but I, I, I can start unpacking because I am here. This is here. It's so wonderful. <laughs> I, um, one of my favorite things, you have to explore the food here because now that you are done Miss, you, you know, you did Miss USA, you competed, you won, and then you'll prep for Miss Universe like a little later. The food get, you know, Sarah Rose Summers is one of my best friends. And so we did like a oh. tour here and um, she was mad at me when she went to Miss Universe because she wasn't in as great of shape as she was. Did Miss Universe from 2019, Shusley, Chris, did she give you any advice? USA from two. Miss USA. Oh, sorry, Miss USA. Sorry. Um, you, you know, she spoke with us as a group collectively, and she just told us, you know, the best advice she could give is to be flexible. And that's for anyone in, in your everyday life as a state title holder within your career path, whatever it be just be as flexible as possible. And I think that that's some really good advice because with this job, you don't really know what's next. I know these, inter I've had interviews day, or I've only been crowned for two days, but the interviews have been nonstop and you never know when they're gonna come if they're gonna need you, uh, you know, in five minutes. And during the, during the pageant week, actually, I thought they told us we had like four hours to relax and get ready. And so I washed all my makeup off and was gonna jump in the shower and take a nap. So. I get in the shower and my roommate, she goes, um, Asia, they need you for a photo shoot in 10 minutes. Oh. <laughs> so I, I jump out of the shower. I, I throw on a gown or not a gown, but a, but a dress. And um, I put some foundation on. I grabbed the rest of my makeup and I went. I was like, I'm here when you need me. I'm, I'm trying to be as flexible as possible. So I, I think that um, I should be fine with flexibility, but that was some incredible advice. Do you have um, career plans uh, for after the year as Miss USA? What, what, do you, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> this is such a tough question for me because I have so many interests in so many different areas. And so, you know, whatever happens is, is, is what it's supposed to be. Um, but my, my studies were in PR and marketing. And, and I always kind of hope to be on a P PR management for an NFL team, maybe Tennessee Titans, I don't know. Um, but just, just, 
I don't know. I want to do something where I can interact with others. I love people. I'm such a people person and, and I need something where I can get that human interaction. Well, I think you're going to have a lot of interaction, even if it's via Zoom and Zoom meetings with people over the next year. And hopefully, you know, the pandemic will get more under control within a few months and you'll be able to go out and, and meet the members of the USA, the public, um, in person. And uh, we wish you all the best. Yeah, and thank, thank you so and much. Thank you so much for your time today, Asia, and congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you guys so much for having me. This has been fun. Well, thank you for joining us. Thanks. Yes, best of luck. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye, guys.